WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Dodd. I'm Steve. I'm Brittany, and this is WCSG Backstage. Welcome to WCSG Backstage. Whether the weather wants to cooperate or not, fall is officially here. (laughs) Time to really break out the pumpkin spice lattes, the Mm. scarves, the boots, and celebrate. What is your favorite thing about fall? I always tell people this is my favorite time of year. One of the reasons is I do prefer highs in the 60s over Mm. highs in the 80s and 90s. You know, it's just more comfortable. But I think I developed this opinion during high school marching band and football. I just, mm. it's that, I don't know what I'll do oh, when yeah. my kids are out of high school and we don't have that anymore. We'll still have football and things. But just since that time, I think I also, just the teamwork, I was a bandsy, so I, I didn't do football and stuff. A my band-sy? kids have sin done then. Yeah. Is that a word? Instead of a band geek, right? Instead of a band geek yeah. or other band na- names that are used for, yeah. So, <laughs> I was one of those two, so I can say it. I but think. we had we had just the teamwork, I think leadership opportunities. I learned a lot from my directors, but I just associate this time of year mm-hmm. with all those good, warm, fuzzy feelings. I love fall. I'm like a fall evangelist. <laughs> <laughs> this is the time. And there are only four to choose from, so yeah, you know, right. yeah. can't go wrong with fall. <laughs> no, you're right. Jeremy? I would say that uh, during the summer, I put on a little bit of my winter weight, so I love hoodies <laughs> and sweaters in the fall to just kind of hide things, tuck things away. Uh, <laughs> but I would say outside of that, I really, really, really love Thanksgiving. Mm. Oh, um, you know, I know like as Christians, we're supposed to love Christmas because of what it means. But I love Thanksgiving because it's like Christmas without the gifts yeah. because it brings family together. There's good food and just the smells and the colors and stuff yeah. like that. Just, I don't know, oh, way I'm more joyful. making me hungry. I know. I know yeah, you got really. the pumpkin pie, you got the turkey, the <laughs> potatoes. Like, it's a good time of life. So are you more of a turkey person or all the sides person? I think oh, you're dividing people do Thanksgiving for the turkey. Yeah. The tur- yeah, okay. Else. As delicious as the turkey smells, I have to say more often than not, it just feels lackluster dry dry like I put so much salt on it where I cover it in cranberry sauce which I've recently fallen in love with (laughs) Uh, so I definitely definitely sides like cheesy potatoes or asparagus or whatever is all good see now you just mentioned two items I've never had on my Thanksgiving table (laughs) so I love it there's always a first no like families each do it their own way you know and that's what's special about it Steve Uh, okay well Okay, I don't know. Have to do things a little bit different. Kind of a person this makes me, but I feel like what I came up with was that I love the things I love about fall are that it is between things I dislike about other (laughs) times of year. So default, it's between mowing and shoveling. Yeah, so you got raking. I don't rake. Oh, yeah, we don't. We just let it go. Get away with that. Mm, I don't know. You just, do you just mow over it? Like, tell Maybe. the truth, Kelly rakes. Maybe. Sometimes Kelly rakes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's in between running the AC and running the furnace. Mm, you know? Sweet spot. That's the sweet yes. spot. And it's between kids being home for the summer and kids being home for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Uh, those are the, some my, my favorite things. <laughs> you love your routine? Is that what you're I saying? I guess, maybe. Or your awesome. space. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Quiet time. That's awesome. <laughs> love it. Okay. I don't know what exactly. 
this says about me, but when I think of the perfect Saturday morning or Saturday in general, it's putting something into the crock pot, Mm -hmm. sitting my butt on the couch and watching football, maybe having a nap in there somewhere, having the windows open so it's cold. And then baking something at some point later on in the day. That sounds perfect. And yeah. that's and it's like cold, so you got a blanket, you got the hoodie, the sweatshirt on. You got the thing cooking in the kitchen. Yes, which generates heat. Yes, so and it smells. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so that kind of like the fall food combined with the cooler weather is, yeah. Well, and that's the thing you have to think about with cooler weather. Like in the summer, if it's like 110 degrees, you can only take so much off. Yes. Oh, in right. the winter and the cooler temperatures, like you can put more on. Yes. Keep adding the layers. And you're okay. Yes. You're okay. Yes. <laughs> and the more yes. you do, the more likely you are to end up as a, this is what to wear this fall on Pinterest. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you know, right. So many layers, scarves, boots. So many scarves. Some people, some people don't get, though, why would you open the window to make it cold and put on a blanket? My but husband I, doesn't understand that. Give me a I reason like to put oh, yeah. a blanket on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Fresh air, like it gets the stink Fresh air, cold nose, but the rest of you is not. I love a cold pillow okay oh. so my favorite thing about fall is going to be turning 10 in october Aww. his name is alex Aww. he was born october 21st <laughs> and um yeah i guess i should say something about like coffee or you know hot chocolate or whatever in the fall but like he truly is my favorite part Aww. and celebrating him and oh did you skip your kid's birthday yeah oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh sure man did. good sure did. No judgment. october 10 <laughs> she was, gotta be 11 he was born 10 <laughs> days before halloween and like so dressed him up as a pumpkin and took oh. him out and yeah. oh wow he had a huge head so it just made so cute <laughs> oh. What the what? Well, crazy things happen every single day. And uh, what the what here on Backstage is just one way of capturing them and sharing the stories with you. And Steve, we're wondering maybe what the what? You want to go first? Uh, Sure. Yeah. Emergency workers caught an unusual prowler lurking around rooftops in northern France, a black panther. Not the guy from Wakanda. (laughs) Wakanda forever. (laughs) Uh, A real, actual black panther. Uh, Firefighters and a veterinarian responded uh, (laughs) after- Gonna do. He was like, he's not sick. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right, right. I got this. <laughs> um, some, some, you know, residents of the neighborhood uh, noticed there's this big cat. I don't think that's a, a cat. Cat. That's uh, you know a big cat. And uh, they, it was like just up there strolling along the gutters of homes. How did it get there? Um, this was just this past week. It was Wednesday. Oh. Wednesday night. Uh, they, they. Ended up taking some photos, which went viral, um, but it was, you know, the fire brigade was out there working to capture this thing, <laughs> and uh, it was perched up there, pacing around, just being cool Black Panther guy, and wow. eventually it did slip into, like, an open window, like, oh! into a home. Because into a they were, home? Yeah, because imagine. they were getting close, and it imagine? was feeling kind of boxed in, and <gasps> so it just, I, I don't think anybody was at home. I think at that point, like, everybody in the neighborhood was outside the sure. watching this thing go on oh, you know but yeah it got into this house and so then they were able to get in there after it and they um they tranked it yeah so put it to sleep not permanent sleep they <laughs> a nap, <laughs> a nice fall nap sent it into dreamland and then put it in a cage was um, this someone's pet or was this well a here's zoo? the thing here's the thing this is the article i read it ends like this it wasn't clear where the panther came oh. from or if it had escaped from a zoo the end. Oh, like, my that's... word. You would think a zoo would know. If... I know. I feel like we hear about it. That's like yeah. the last word And you should, if it panther. is lost from a zoo, you should hear it from the zoo before. Yes. 
you spot yes. it anywhere. Yeah. Hey, oh, a panther know? got right, out. Right. Just, just heads up. Out there. Heads yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Hide your small pets. Hide your, hide your kids. Hide, hide your wives. <laughs> He's climbing into windows. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm hoping that there will be some kind of like follow-up story on like where the panther came from. The thing I think that wigs me out about that is this morning I watched a video of a cheetah that went into the water with its mouth attacked an alligator and what? drug it out and like ate a this alligator. So now it's like the power of these cats <gasps> is like I don't know. It was just crazy. Not having any of it. No. Wow. So you don't want to cross paths with one of those. Really? Or invite it into your home. I always oh. thought alligators were um Kinda what do they the call top? those? Yeah. Tough? Uh um, the top of the, the top food, of the food chain, yeah, uh, like a alpha predator or whatever yeah. they call yeah, yeah. that. I don't but, know how wow. it happened. Good job, but cheetah. To happen when you get an old, lazy alligator. <laughs> I think so. The cheetah could tell. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I Helen's think I got this retirement. guy. Yeah. We'll take care of that. <laughs> so is the cheetah your what to what? What the what? No, my what the what is about a woman. You know, we all do this. You're driving. You have to stop for gas. And, oh, man, my trunk isn't closed all the way. Maybe this doesn't happen to you, but sometimes <laughs> yep, yep. I'll pop my trunk because I think the kids have to put soccer gear in mm. it or whatever. And she's like, oh, my trunk's not. And then she went and investigated, and there was a woman inside no. of her no. car. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Uh, as soon as she opened it up, the stowaway leaped out, fled oh. on foot, and the driver's like, I'm calling the police. And then she's like, maybe she's hurt, or maybe she had been kidnapped or like you know you listen to enough true crime like all your brain goes crazy they ruled that out um they watched the surveillance video and the woman was running through some woods and like willingly climbed into her trunk and that is all we know wow running through some story ends weirder than steve's did (laughs) yeah and she just like took off so they don't have like answers or anything okay so like i've had the thing where i'm sitting in the parking lot in my car waiting for my wife or something and somebody thinks it's their car you know what i'm saying and they come they Almost get in, and they oh, see Spencer me, and they have that actually weird. Actually, gotten look. into some random. <laughs> before, yes. But not the trunk. Correct. <laughs> you would go in through yes. the door. I feel like, yes. yeah, that's the <laughs> twist. You to know, this I meant story. to get into my own trunk, and I actually <laughs> yeah. got into your trunk. <laughs> oh, I thought this was my trunk. Oh no! Who has enough room in their trunk for someone to get oh, in? Mine is always so full of stuff. Right. <laughs> And you don't want to go in there anyway because the stuff it's full of are stinky soccer gear and stuff like that. Pops ham. Wow. What the what? What the what? What the what? All right, mine is a little bit of a what the what and also a PSA. Uh, Public a mother... service announcement? Yes. Okay. A mother is warning others about leaving certain beauty products in hot cars after a bottle of dry shampoo exploded in her daughter's car, blowing out the sunroof. Oh, wow. Apparently, if you check the bottles of dry shampoo and other, like, health and beauty products they say like to keep them out of heat and apparently she had left it in her car and at some point the heat of the day had gotten too much and just exploded all inside the car shattered the sunroof which is supposed to be i think safety glass to some degree yeah and so she's just warning everybody hey you want to be careful out there because you wouldn't want to have that happen while you're driving or being inside the car so fortunately nobody was hurt in the incident but there'll be pictures tied to the article when you check it out it's insane i think trunk lady is planting dry shampoo in people's car. <laughs> yeah. Dry shampoo bombs. Yeah. That's very possible. Okay, where did this take place? Um, Please tell me it was like Miami or something. Like someplace, someplace very warm. Phoenix. I don't yes. have the actual I don't have the Because love me some dry shampoo. Love me some dry <laughs> shampoo. And 
I don't think I've consciously kept any in my car before, but like, yeah, it blew. To say you wouldn't. Yeah. So she says it was hot yesterday, and the can exploded. It blew the console <gasps> cover off of its hinges, shot oh through the roof, word. and went high enough in the air that it landed about fifty feet away. Huh? <laughs> Holy cow. So just think, like you yeah. might have this in your house. You might be traveling with it. Like yeah, now, yeah. I'm wondering if this is going to trigger like TSA to say, "Hey, like we're not going to travel <laughs> yeah, with yeah, these yeah. on the airplane." Mm. I don't know what dry shampoo is because I don't use it, but I know it's a product that exists. Yeah, you can put it on the roots of your hair so you get greasy or whatever. Dries it out? Is it like baby powder? Yes. Kind of, yeah. Same same principle, yeah. Yeah. Mm, Don't sit in the sun after you've used (gasps) Your head will blow off. That's bad. (laughs) I think it's the air, or like it's the container. Yes, probably. It's It's probably more like an aerosol. Wow. Be careful out there, folks. What the what? crazy. Okay, um... I don't do this quite as much as I used to, but I love to read growing up, and um, I try to, you know, do the library thing because who has money to buy books, and I also like actual books. Um, and it can be tough, you know, you're reading, you know, you want to keep the library book nice, you don't want to dog ear the pages, so you have some sort of library bookmark, so usually it's a clean Kleenex or a scrap <laughs> of paper in my case. Yep. Um not usually tacos, <laughs> but there was a librarian who took a photo <laughs> of a library book, which someone had been reading. Um, this is Amanda Monson, a library in LaPorte County Amanda. Library in Indiana. <laughs> and the book, Nonsense Songs and Stories, illustrated by Edward Lear. About halfway through the book, there was a bookmark, and it was a Soft shell taco. The taco oh. was still in yep. it. Oh yeah, it wasn't like the the grease stain from the, no, like the the taco itself. How was... do you close the book all the way to get it through the book drop box? Yes. If there's a taco inside, how do you make yourself a taco and then go? Oh, I forgot to Forget eat my to taco. Eat it. <laughs> yes, I guess that's also yes. true. So yeah, they, it, you know, they kind of investigate a little further further, and they said, okay, so this book was donated to the library, which still does not answer the question of how you make a taco and forget to eat it. Um, Hmm. But some of the other weird things that they found to use as bookmarks, uh, uncashed paychecks, credit cards, 50 $100 bills, and panty liners. Ew! What? I'm never reading a book again. (laughs) Unless they have 50 or $100 bills. Yeah, really. (laughs) That's true. I don't read anyway. It's a bit of a gamble. I'm kidding. Oh so, my word! I mean, I yeah. guess it makes sense, but at least no. no, no, it does not make sense. I'm like, okay, not. do you love tacos so much that you'd use a book as a taco holder, or <laughs> do you hate books so much that you would use a taco as a bookmark? <laughs> book is a taco holder, so it like keeps it from falling over. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm going to guess they didn't use it as a bookmark so much as it was sat there. They went to go eat. Someone else cleaned up the book by just like closing why it. Why would you still, why would you put a taco But then you would the ask, book? where's my yeah, taco? Yeah, where's my taco? Also, maybe the Which cleanup person the would be like, book. whose taco is this? I'm about to shut it in this book yes. if you don't claim it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> too bad for you. Too late. <laughs> <Time's up. laughs> was it a homemade taco? Was it from Taco Bell? It was kind of hard to tell. It looked, it looked <laughs> like tell. it was well, definitely a soft shell. So I don't know. So weird. I've had some of those Taco Bell tacos, and they are pretty flat. Yeah. Like they're pretty yeah. smushed. It's I could see that it. thing together. <laughs> I mean, I could I almost know. understand the quesadilla, but no. I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay, say you were reading a book, and you all of a sudden come across a taco. Do you yes. eat it? <laughs> and there's no bites out of it. There's no bites out of it. <laughs> 
consider it. Is that's, it still warm? That's how you find out if it is from Taco Bell. Yes. Or not. If it's still intact. Probably true. What the what, Brittany? Yeah. Well, here's my yeah. what the what. I have not one friend, but two friends that recently had a chance to do something amazing and bring awareness to a great cause. Steve. Yeah. And, and Amanda, you guys like repelled off of a giant skyscraper. Hey, and I've driven past this giant skyscraper since yeah. you did it. I'm like, whoa. It was high. How was it? It was high. Yep. I uh, Steve managed it better than I did, but we both managed it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I didn't hear any crying, Screams. complaining, no, oh screaming, word. whimpering. Like, there was you one seemed swear. like you. Oh, <laughs> one swear. That's true. That was it. <laughs> that's true. When we first looked over. Because like, on the ground, in front of the Varnum Barnum building in yeah, yeah. downtown Grand Rapids, um, you know, it, it's right next to the Grand River. It was beautiful. And you've got like all this space. Like there's kids running around. It's, you know, this whole oh, open space. <laughs> yes. And uh, I mean, like on the ground. And you're like, yeah, the river is over there or someplace. But from the perspective of the roof of this thing, you look down, and you're like, whoa, we're right next to the river. The river's <laughs> right there. Wow. So it's just interesting how it changes perspective. Well, that it's was a the thing I liked building, the most. too. So you can yeah. see behind you. As we were going yeah. down. How many stories did you... Did I you, think it was 19. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was 260, 260 feet. And had you ever done anything like that before? Or you're like, oh, this is a cool opportunity. I've done the um, ripcord thing at Michigan's Adventure yeah. three times. And then this was... You add 100 feet on top of that. Uh-huh. And oh, I, wow. I don't mind roller coasters. Like, I don't mind any of that stuff. It, it's totally cool. But this felt like it was too much on my own power mm-hmm. yeah. to get my right. own self down. Mm-hmm. And if I freaked out... I wasn't getting down, right. you know, because yeah, yeah, yeah. there was nothing. They, could, I, mean, I, I guess know. they could have climbed down beside and like done. Something, I don't know what they would do if somebody just like passed, passed out, out from right. fright. Um, I was surprised that with just twenty minutes training, they teach you to actually repel. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I thought. Okay, surely it's just like a big winch. Like you're got you're on a spool. and you're just kind of hanging as they lower you down. But <laughs> it was it was real repelling. Like we were controlling the rate of our descent mm-hmm. and using this gear that we'd never even seen or heard of. And the thing that I think freaked me out the most was I don't like failing. And so like I huh. was afraid This is a no fail situation, yeah. by That's the way. That's true. No, but I was afraid that like if you go too fast then they stop you and then you have to figure out how to like maneuver yourself back yeah, so you yeah, can yeah. have enough rope to keep going down or whatever. Yeah. I didn't want that to happen. Yeah. Yep. So I think I was like purposely like, Oh, just go slow. But then my arms and stuff, like I was too worried about going slow. Yeah. That oh, I'm like, just like No, the, I'm totally out of like, shape and I'm sweating through my shirt and like <laughs> there's a lot going on. Here's okay, fun. I've got a question. I did when I was in high school I did a ropes course and we've done that before too as a team and i'm like i don't care if you say that this little harness can hold up to 500 pounds i don't believe you Mm. and so it was like i don't want to do anything that's going to put me in a situation where i'm going to have to actually rely on this harness because like you guys weren't i mean it's you didn't really have anything to hold on to. No, you didn't have anything. Rope. It's the rope that you're yeah. using in the harness. To, yeah. Yeah. Is there a rope and a backup rope? Yes. Or? There were two ropes. Okay. Oh. Yep. Yes. oh. Yep. There's two ropes. Um. Yeah. I kind of felt like, okay, this is Easter seals. Like, even though they make you sign a million waivers. Yeah. If we went kersplat. 
<laughs> like it would at the very least be on the news and would ha- a you promotional know, like it consideration. Wouldn't, it wouldn't look good for Easter seals. They're oh, not going to risk. Gotcha. They're not going to oh, risk that. Right, right. They're, or you know, it's free publicity. Well, <laughs> there's no such thing as bad press. <laughs> no, but I don't think Easter seals would want that. No, yeah. nobody right. wants that. Yeah, 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 nobody yeah. wants right. that. But I did hear that one of the people who went over on Saturday. Took like forty five minutes getting down. <gasps> Can yeah. you imagine? No, and how long did you guys? you guys? Ten. What was it for us about that? It was about, about ten. ten. I videotaped the whole thing, went back and looked at it. It okay. was about ten minutes. So can they so. speed you up? They can't speed you up. They can only slow you down. They can't really even slow you down. It's, it's the, the mechanism. It's the mechanism level. that's on your heart. If you're going too fast. Yeah. The thing that I just uh, remember, Steve, at one point, we were not. We were past halfway, I think. Yeah. And you go. On the ground, you look up at those flagpoles and they look super high. We're still way above those. W- I'm looking down <laughs> at these really tall flagpoles. That was weird. Yeah. Oh. So, Something you would do again? Yes, but if someone else wanted to take my spot, I wouldn't fight them. You're like, oh, I've been there, done that. Yeah, no, yeah. like I think now that I know what to expect, like yeah. I would do it differently. I wouldn't hang right, on so right. tightly mm-hmm. and cause myself so much physical anguish. Trust the rope and the harness <laughs> and all that. I would totally do it again for that reason. Like I, I felt like I was just getting in the zone mm-hmm. and it was over. Like um, now you know. Well, it yeah. was the part after, like we walked down the whole building, but once you don't have any more, there's, there's a portion where there's no more building to walk down and you just have to kind of let yourself go. <laughs> yeah. That motion oh. is what we could have done all the way yep. down. It would have been right. much easier. Right. But we didn't know it. So you, you I mean, you had your feet on the side of the Varna building. Most yeah. of the really? time. Really? Yeah. Did you guys wow. see anybody through the window? No. No. It was all I wondered us. about that. Well, and I didn't even think to try to look because <laughs> I was like so distracted by the reflection of sure. the cool view behind me, you know? Sure. And Amanda going, oh my word, oh my word. <laughs> 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 At one point, I'm like, "That's my whole world down there on the ground." Yeah, if, if I, I remember die, you saying they're that. Gone. Anyway, so, that was cool. Wow. I'm happy. It was for great. Yeah. That, yeah. Yep. that was yep. your what the what? <laughs> that was my what the what? What the what? You guys you did know. it. That was awesome. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Thank you for listening to WCSG Backstage, and, and thanks for showing your support every time you download and uh, when you review us and share the podcast. Uh, that really, really means a lot. So uh, don't forget you can join the podcast at backstage at WCSG.org. When I say join the podcast, like send us uh, a message Questions. or you know a question, anything. We would love to hear from you. And WCSG Backstage is sponsored in part by... Fast Signs. Signs. all right also kid to kid no just kidding Uh, fast signs of grand rapids you have a great business but you're wondering where your customers at maybe they can't see you so fast signs helps you out they can give you signage for your vehicle event trade show building everything so that you can be seen in fact actually if you mention wcsg you'll receive 10 percent off your order fast signs more than fast more than signs also want to say thank you to kid to kid resale it is that time of year it feels like it's always that time of year oh, yeah when there's always something growing out of stuff mm-hmm. and maybe this time of year oh we don't have any jeans that fit us and anymore. you need a good deal yeah yeah um this is a great way not only to find clothes that your kids need but also turn in the clothes that your kids don't need anymore and they will give you a great deal 20 percent more than some of the other resale stores in town very cool uh, they do buy all seasons, all the time, so year-round, no matter you know what kind of time-of-the-year-oriented stuff you've got, you can bring it. You can go there as a customer and yeah, buy yeah. stuff from it. It's like a store. 
what's nice is when you do <laughs> not just bring a drop off point. It's, that's why it's resale. <laughs> when you bring your stuff in, they give you the option: Would you like cash back for it, or would you like in store credit? And when you choose in store credit, you actually get, you get more. more. Yeah. Yes. So that's an option too. Love when they do that. That's nice. Uh, and if you know they go through your items and there's things that they aren't able to take, they'll also donate those items for you. Um, so yeah, kid to kid. Resale will donate those items to a charity. Nice. Uh, hey, you can learn more about our sponsors and about the podcast. Again, wcsg.org. The keyword is backstage. Tell me something good. It is time to share some of the most inspirational stories we could find. Jeremy, what's your tell me something good? All right. There's a lot here. Do my best to cover it in a short amount of time. Uh, Satchel Smith is a 21-year-old and, like many young people, gets a ride to work from his dad. His dad drops him off at the Homewood Suites in Beaumont, Texas, for what he thinks is a normal shift. He starts at 3, works till 11 o'clock at night, but then tropical storm turned depression Imelda unleashed torrential mm. flooding that trapped him and 90 other guests inside the hotel. Oh, wow. And for 32 hours... Mm. This 21-year-old was the only hotel employee. <gasps> no way. Whoa. He was everything to these guests. Typically, he's positioned behind the front desk, but he was the hotel chef, maintenance man, room oh. service attendant, <gasps> any other vacant position that needed filling, even when his experience was lacking. Everybody has called him a hero Aww. as he served food, answered phones, answered questions, brought them coffee, tea, and just took care of them as best as he could. Uh, eventually, some of the other... Other people who were staying there were helping, and they even went as far as to go outside. Since the highways were closed, there were some drivers that were stuck in their cars, and wow. they were all working together to bring those people wow. food and stuff so that they could be taken care of as wow. well. Uh, eventually, the marathon shift came to an end once the waters receded. And the other part of this, I know it's not maybe a good thing, but I have a feeling if we wait long enough for this story to simmer, there will be something good to come from it. Um, but while the hotel avoided the worst of the storm, it did ruin his car. And this is the second time that it's happened because Hurricane oh, Harvey destroyed yeah. his car back oh, in 2017. Yeah. So uh, he says, you know, he managed to find the good in it. His family's home didn't flood mm. and that everything happens for a reason. So it sounds like he's got a pretty good attitude about it. But I, like I said, I think if we wait long enough, his good news story about taking care of 90 people in a hotel Seriously. by himself right. yeah. will probably get him a car at some car for point. Satchel. And these are not. And maybe a promotion. Yeah, seriously. These are not people that are like calm and on vacation. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everything goes. No. Like crisis if you're mode. there, you are in crisis mode. True. Probably a little angsty, maybe hmm. a little like cranky. Well, he's also like, I'm not a very good cook, but he's got to oh. cook for these people. Oh. <laughs> so. How old did you say how old Satchel was? He's 21. 21. Yeah. Aww. So he was cooking things like chicken pasta with garlic bread. Wow. Like, he, buddy. People were helping him. I'd be like, him, here's so a box of cereal. Here's breakfast. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, this, this guy, I'm excited to see what happens. Really? Well, yeah. Oh, good for him. Huh. Number one, I like the. Name Satchel. That's just a cool yeah, name. Yeah. But also, I was thinking overtime or something, a, pr a promotion. That would Absolutely. be yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or maybe after this experience, he's like, I don't want to work here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've learned I'm moving up out. north. I'm moving north. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I've learned the hotel business is not for me. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, my Tell Me Something Good has to start with a football game. It's the big Cy-Hawk football game in Iowa City. Iowa versus Iowa State. It's Ooh. like Michigan, Michigan State here in Michigan. Um, and ESPN Game Day was there. Ooh. And so that means that they have the hosts like on a podium. And people started lining up at like 3.30 in the morning to try and get on ESPN. And they, put the, <laughs> they have the big signs. And people put on costumes. And it's like a big deal. Well, this one kid, he decided he'd be clever. And he put on his poster that his bush light um, fund was running low. Venmo this name and give a donation, okay? And so all of a sudden his phone starts blowing up and people saw it on TV. -uh. Like, hey, I'll give you five bucks for your adult beverages. I'll give you $10, whatever. Well, it didn't stop. It turned out like, I don't know, initially I think $23,000 or something came in what? for him uh. to for him to buy his supplies that he <laughs> needed for the, the game. This is the what the what part yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right, right. Well, once news of that got out, uh, the folks at Bush Beer and also College Game Day and also Venmo are like, we're going to match that. but Because he said, I'm not going to use all this money. I'll keep enough to buy a case, but I'm going to give the rest of the money to the children's hospital. Aww. So then these companies all like matched <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. And they said whatever he makes between now between the game and the end of September they would match and so many people have continued to give that it's over a million dollars now Whoa. that is going to the children's hospital and he's like we're not done yet so it, it's gone so far that Bush Light has said we're going to put your picture on the side of a can but only you get to have these cans but you get a full supply for the entire year oh my he's word. like that's cool but now more than 23,000 people have signed a petition online to get those cans Anywhere in the United States because wow. they want to buy them themselves. And um, the story just keeps like getting better. In Iowa, something like the University of Iowa, their football field is right by the Children's Hospital. Mm. And so every game, all at one point during the game, the spectators all turn and they wave at the kids oh. in the Children's oh, Hospital. Awesome. And so people have donated their tickets to this Carson guy so he can go to the games and wave. Oh. And like it has just snowballed from him needing like 20 bucks into <laughs> this million dollar thing. So, wow. So fun idea. Well, and for him, and like cool that you know what started off as I mean, not being like selfish or anything, but it started off as something for him, for for himself. It's turned into this huge opportunity to give to other people. Right. And I love that the corporations got behind it too. They're like, we're gonna match what you do, and maybe now their accountants are like, maybe you shouldn't have done that because so many people are supporting it. But Mm. it's really good. Sometimes something Mm. would happen. You might be, oh, I want to change my phone number. But if people are Venmoing you money, hang on to that number, buddy. Right. (laughs) I wonder how like long it took before he was like, yeah, I need to do something else with this money. If I keep it on myself, Uh, it's super selfish. Yeah. Because there are some people who totally would like keep it out of themselves, and then. It'd be an episode of Swindled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, my story is out of Waco, Texas, and really anywhere in the world, getting the kids to school on time can be a struggle. Um, Shamika Mabry said she was on her way to drop off her daughter at Lake Air Montessori School in Waco, uh, but she didn't get far before she heard a strange noise coming from the car. Uh, <laughs> so with about 45 minutes before that tardy bell was going to ring, she pulled into a gas station and discovered that one of her tires had blown out. Uh, and to make matters worse, she couldn't restart the car either. A Waco police officer, John Rozecki, was on patrol in the area. He spotted the mom and the daughter, and he pulled over to help. 
He asked, um, now she says, he asked if I needed any assistance pumping air into my tire because where he was standing, he couldn't see what was going on with it. But when he got around, saw the tire was blown out um, and we were kind of getting ready to move the car in front of the pump, he realized that the battery was not working either. Mm. Uh, So without hesitation, the mom said the officer offered to remove the car seat and give the girl and the mom a lift to school. He was going to take them to school himself. And so she started to shoot a video at this point, um, which has gone viral. And on the video, you can hear her say, don't ever tell me what God can't do. I can just hear her saying this. And uh, she went on to say, my baby got 30 minutes to get to school. And this policeman saw me in Waco and uh, stopped to take me and my baby to school. So uh, just kind of a little moment, you know, just between two people, nothing super huge. But I think with the video, it's gotten a lot of attention. So. It's just oh, kind good. of a cool story. Oh, that's cool. And was she late for school? Did nope, she, she made it on time. On time. Oh, yeah. That's yes, awesome. yes. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, obviously it is fall. It's football season. And uh, yesterday the Lions, by the skin of their teeth, beat the <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. And when I was watching the game, I saw there was I saw something on their stadium about like autism challenge autism awareness or something like that. And I thought, oh, they must have a campaign going on. And then I saw the story online. Um, so the Philadelphia Eagles have decided to really make their organization passionate about helping um, people with autism. So they have a autism room or like a sensory room. Mm. So, mm. you know, uh, if you know anyone who has autism, uh, something like a football game and in a stadium can be super overwhelming with all the noise and the lights and the people. Um, and so a lot of times what that means is uh, families that have children with autism, they just can't go. That's just mm-hmm. not something that they get to enjoy. Well, the Philadelphia Eagles, the owner, Jeffrey Lurie, he actually has a brother that has autism. And so he saw firsthand what that was like growing up. Um, and so they opened up a sensory room that is basically it's a safe haven for people with autism and other sensory differences. So the Eagles have something that they do every year it's called um, the autism challenge so every may they do this event and it has raised more than seven million dollars for autism research and care but um, they basically said okay well what else can we do so um, I think it was either last year or earlier this year they opened up a sens- the sensory room so they have opened one the Minnesota Vikings have opened one and the Jacksonville Jaguars have opened one so it's <laughs> this 500 square foot sensory room so they have activity boards building blocks there's not any windows but the colors and the lighting are um, done in a way that is sensitive to people with some of those sensory um, you know needs and there are like six or seven other teams in the NFL that are maybe they don't have a room but they're providing sensory bags so Mm. it's different resources for families that might go to the game and um, uh, one family that has been helped by this Jeff, Amy, and Carson Bells. They um, have Carson, who is 14. He loves being around people, but he is he does have autism. And so his mom just said it's it's a challenge because most of the time when you think of people with autism, they, they don't do well around people, but mm-hmm. our son wants to be around mm-hmm. people. But so often he'll get so easily overwhelmed or things will happen where we just can't. And so she said... It's so neat to be able to have this resource like this room because what often happens in situations like this, we will spend the money, we will get the tickets, we'll go to the game, and we'll maybe make it maybe a quarter. And then we'll have to leave because he's getting overwhelmed and he can't handle that situation. And so now, because of this room, 
if it is a situation where they're getting overwhelmed, they can go, they can hang out in the room for a while or, you know, during halftime when it gets a little crazy, they can go in there, they can kind of relax and kind of refocus and then they're able to go back out and enjoy the game. So um, they just said that it's things like that, which, um, you know, if that doesn't directly affect you or your family, it's not something that is top of mind awareness, but um, that it's things like that that are really allowing them to be like a normal family and experience things that other families do. So I just thought that was really cool. And, you know, I think oftentimes um, it's easy for us to think about big organizations just like, well, too bad then. Like, we're Mm. fine with what we're doing. We're making tons of money the way we already do this. So why would we have to change and accommodate? And they're obviously not taking that stance. Cool story, Brittany. Mm -hmm. Uh, My uh, Tell Me Something Good is about America's Got Talent. I, I used to watch it oh, when it was yeah. live on TV. When they when they scroll past on Facebook, I get sucked in by. Oh, yeah. There's some cool entertainment. It's mostly the the stories, mm-hmm. you know, that draw you in. Mm-hmm. And you know, with our days of giving coming up, I think that's what a lot of people like to about days of giving is. This is all about the story and stuff. But back in November of 2018, during auditions, the Detroit Youth Choir, mm-hmm. um, they went and auditioned and things like that. And uh, when they were on the show uh, for that first round. They got the golden buzzer. And so that meant that they shoot straight to the finals or straight to Hollywood Hmm. or something like that. So they were among, I think it was 10 finalists that were in the grand finale. And, uh, of course, the prize for America's Got Talent, you know, you or your group gets a million dollars and you get to perform in this big show and stuff. And they came up second. And they were just Ooh. short and things like that. But on their homecoming uh, back to Detroit, there were businesses and foundations that said that just the exposure of the Detroit Youth Choir being on national television and all that it's meant for really kind of a depressed area and things yeah. like that. They uh, These groups, uh, businesses, like I said, foundations too, banded together and they say, we're going to start a million dollar endowment oh, for your wow. organization that will go to, you know, like pay it forward for groups wow, and future great. and things like that. So this is part of a larger organization, but really it's kids from eight to 18 years old and uh, they serve as sort of ambassadors for uh, the area and things like that. But um, that was really kind of a neat story just to hear how, oh, they're like, just missed it. And what do you get? Well, you know what? They said, we're going to pull it together. And Aww. they were like, you're number one in our eyes and things yeah. like that. So uh, you can catch, of course, their performances and their stories online, but they're also going to be the opening act for the Thanksgiving Day Parade in Detroit, so there's some more exposure for that group, and just nice to hear kind of a a bright spot for this area. And I think they were supposed to be um, the halftime entertainment for the Lions home opener, Hmm. and they were not there because they were doing (laughs) America's Got Talent, and so like a local, I think Eastern Michigan marching band or something took their spot but the thing with that show is all the stories it's like i want all of them to win i know you know know. they all have such great compelling stories but that's really cool how it's gonna carry on yeah Yeah. it was a neat story and one woman from a foundation said uh, for the choir you brought our entire region together to support detroit's kids that was just kind of a cool thing wow well thanks again for listening to wcsg backstage each episode we close things out with a deep cut amanda it's back to you what did you bring okay i don't know if i like this song because i like this song or because i like (laughs) it because i heard it first when i was eating a fried bologna sandwich (laughs) just outside of nashville association association i'd never had a fried bologna sandwich before and i was told you need to have one and i did and it was great and (laughs) yeah now we know why my clothes don't fit so um the song is called safe it's by neon feather and chris cron and it's kind of like a new kind of genre of music where you have like 
chain smokers, neon feather. Like they do the music part behind mm-hmm. it, but they are always accompanied by a different singer. So yeah. neon featuring right yeah. neon feather doesn't sing but provides the instruments and then chris cron is the singer he wrote this song for his youth group um i asked the label rep i said tell me a little bit more about this i need yeah. to have a little bit of something and he basically just said uh chris's wife is a professional gardener Ooh, and um he was in a band called melee that was a one-hit wonder in japan in the 90s <laughs> <Wow>. so <laughs> making okay. its return um yeah so the song is called I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Dodd. I'm Steve. I'm Brittany. And this is WCSG Backstage. When I'm living with the lights out, when the shadows cover me, when I'm walking through the valley, I won't fear my enemies, cause everywhere I go, he's surround me, and every step you go before, and even through the pain you remind me. Every victory is yours I know I'll be safe I know I'll be safe with you I know I'll be safe I know I'll be safe with you Cause you are my strongest defender Nothing can stand against you I know I'll be safe I know I'll be Step you